When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ben, I'm so excited to get into your favorite movie, directed by Steven Spielberg, of course. We're talking about E.T., the extraterrestrial. This is your baby. It was... it, it. you carried this thing for nine months. Born it. <laughs> I, I, I did born it, Dave. I born, You're actually wearing I'm, the T-shirt. I'm wearing uh, an ET T-shirt in the basket. Wear this movie on your sleeve. Uh, this is your this is your absolute favorite movie of all time. I'm really excited to get into it. We've uh, we've been, been hesitant about talking about this film, but uh, I can't wait to get into it and hear your thoughts. Before we get into it, I just want to know that you will be honest with me. Uh, I don't want you to just be nice to it just because it's so beloved to me. Right. This is something you, I'll say yes. It's something the way you know you say to a friend or a family member. Yes. I'll, <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll yes. be honest. <laughs> so not at all. <laughs> no, actually, I will say from the very beginning, this is a nearly flawless film. Uh, and the quibbles that I have are not that much. There's okay. only a couple of things I okay. have that really aren't that consequential. This is almost a perfect film. Now this uh, do you, do, is this a childhood movie for you? Do you funny thing about this is this movie really did scare me as a kid, even though it's meant for kids. I kind of I had an uncomfortable feeling seeing this movie as a little one, and uh, this is 1982, and I probably saw it when I was I don't I don't know when I ever got I certainly didn't see it then. Uh, in 1982, <laughs> whenever I saw it, yeah, it, it almost it did kind of scare me. So yeah, I mean, I think that's. I mean, I'll get into the scaring part more. I think that's kind of what drew me to it, even as a kid, yeah. was being scared to it. But like, it's just funny being intrigued by it. Okay, yeah, I got that sense even as a child that Steven Spielberg patented wonder. Right. Yeah, he does that to everything. I, one thing that I know that um, I think I met, might have mentioned this in a previous episode. There's something about the setting of this film, that neighborhood, uh, that that house, those redwoods. Yeah, there's something about all of that that I I'm somehow really drawn to. Right, and I yeah. don't know why. I want to be there. I want to live in that neighborhood and experience the things that all the yeah. characters are experiencing. Well, even the, like because it's definitely a Western right. United States. I don't think that ever specifies. I want to say California. Yeah, it is actually. I ended up doing a little bit of research for this. the The house itself is a well, not to say it, it's, it's a real house, but it's a place in uh, Southern California. Mm-hmm. You it uh you you know the list I think it sold for a little under a million dollars you can still buy really? it. it was built in 1980 this movie is 1982 so that's sort of a, a new neighborhood that's being shot in now those but the redwoods are actually in northern California right. like near the Oregon border so. right yeah that's yeah that's way up there because right, you can tell where they are and the they're out in like dry mountain yeah and then and yeah. then it cuts to you know redwood forest which is very different but that's like the best of both worlds and i find that i find the setting very magical yeah i love the setting um and the eeriness of the beginning i mean even like the the slow music 
with the purple, you know, uh, credits, yeah. you know, showing before anything. It's almost like a like a uh, not spray paint, but like a painted on, yeah, like a rolled on paint, yeah, effect. rolled on paint, <laughs> yeah. And this even like I don't like how this movie even stuck with me because this this beginning like. Still, I feel I get taken back to when I was a little kid and feel that eeriness. Like, I feel the creepiness. But I think that's the brilliance of Spielberg is making you feel uneasy at first. You know, making you feel like there's something strange happening here. You know? Um, And the score helps along with this because you get this kind of high-pitched... I don't want to know if it's violin or what, but something along those lines like... I don't think this is a hot take at all but (laughs) i think john williams is the most important artist in the film art form yeah he like without his score in this film without his score in star wars indiana jones anything he's done like i don't know how I i would feel about these movies like especially E.T. Like, E.T. without the score, I don't know how I would feel about it. Yeah, it's almost um, like not just adding another dimension. It is an integral part in the right. film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but again, but yeah, with that beginning, yeah, I mean, the, the eeriness of it. I mean, it starts and it's got that, again, eerie music. I can't think of another word other than eerie, obviously, today, yeah, Dave. Unsettling. Um, yeah, unsettling. And this um, whole thing goes back to... Uh, a movie that we did, and I, I think I hinted at in one of our just recent episodes. We had we get Jaws in '75, Close Encounters in '77. Yep. This movie's definitely drawing from Close Encounters He's again, building yeah. on what he did. He takes almost a story of a middle-aged man and then tells another story of from the child's right, perspective. Right, yeah. So almost companion Almost movies. like a spectacle, I'd say, more so for Close Encounters, where I think E.T.'s more of a personal Absolutely. story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I again... Wanna, I want to do Close Encounters again. I know. <laughs> it's so good. But yeah, even Jaws. We need to do Jaws. Yeah, I mean, right. we haven't Let's done that. Do, right, I've been I've been fighting Jaws, and if you I know. If you want to do it, well, Let's I mean that's that's the thing. I mean, yeah, I mean like Jaws and like the Godfathers of the world, and you know God, you know, um, yeah. it's just that, it's hard to say anything new about those movies. So right. I think I like to you know stick with those. But I mean, obviously, E. T. is a classic. Yeah. So I mean, I love yeah, like you said about the Redwoods. Starts off in the Redwoods with E. T. walking around, but you get. A sense. An alien movie. What's happening? Yeah, here? what is happening? But you you get a sense right away that these animal, you know, these creatures aren't there to do harm. They're there for the vegetation. They're there for exploration. Yeah. yeah, they don't really seem to know where they are. No, definitely not. Right? And then you even get a little shot of the spaceship they're in. You know, it's got a bunch of you know plants and like dripping water and weird mushroom looking things. You know, everything like that. Um, but again, yeah. the 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 John Williams score just totally carries uh, carries this movie. Um, we get the human adults driving up in their trucks. We yep. don't see their faces. Kind of interesting there. Yeah, Spielberg definitely. Makes a very yeah. conscious decision to really to show a, a lower perspective. Right. Yeah. It, either it's from a child or the extraterrestrial. The extraterrestrial. Now, did you do you know which version you watched for this episode? There's a special edition version, and then there's uh, 
the original version. The special edition version has they kind of animated uh, E.T.'s face a little and gave him a little more expression. Yeah, I think I watched the original version. Okay, yeah, so did I, which I like better. Uh, the 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 special edition version, you know, it, it didn't ruin it or anything. It's just I don't know. I just prefer the original better, but because uh, you know the the original scene where ET's running from the the guys who show up at the woods, yeah, you know, it's like just a red light spanning across the uh, okay, yeah, it's just a red light on a track just spanning across and you can, you can totally tell whereas in the special edition it actually shows him like running oh yeah so the one I saw it looked like it was moving on a straight line so yes uh, yeah, yeah yeah so now, I will say none of this really looks all that great yeah yeah, the, yeah that, especially <laughs> the beginning scene especially with that you can tell it's just a red light yeah. <laughs> so yeah these aliens their their heart lights up when they get nervous um, interesting technique what's going on though is that he gets left behind and I think that's pretty clear so you're instantly sympathetic with this creature yep you don't know who he is or what he is or what his purpose is but you do sort of feel bad yeah. for him that he gets left because he's you know he's just sort of you know like um not, not an idiot but you know just a the the kid who's kind of off doing his yeah, own thing he, and not keeping curious. up with everyone else. He's yeah. off too far. Yeah. And he wanders. And that's where we get the juxtaposition with Elliot. We we flash to Elliot at this moment, you yep. know, when E.T. gets lost, you know. the uh, Again, the, I'm going to say the score so much. Um, but, yeah, when uh, the, 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 the spaceship flies off and you just got E.T. looking down at the... At the you know city lights and everything you know and just the the eerie not eerie music but just the the soft music John Williams plays at that moment yeah. I think that helps you feel more sympathetic towards the alien there definitely um, but yeah then you flash to Elliot who's a kid he obviously is his older brother and you know he's trying to fit in with you know his you know, he's trying to, he wants to get involved with what they're doing, but they're leaving him out. You yeah. know, he's like, you got to get the pizza for us and everything like that. I just love the way Steven Spielberg plays with light in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the way, even just the way the like, you know, the light coming off of the shed in the backyard. Right. I don't know what it is that he does. That well, it just looks brilliant. You know, well, the, everything is like glowing, you know, sort of a thing. Yeah. And really dark. And then really the, con- the way he plays with yeah. the contrast. I love that shot of the shed with the moon in yeah. the, uh, you know, at the top of the screen and like just shining down there. The light from the shed coming mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Lighting is absolutely amazing in this movie. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you get you get a sense right away that Elliot is also a loner. You know, he's he's uh Dad is gone. Uh, yeah, dad is gone. We Mexico. find out soon, you know, soon into the movie, we find out, yeah, his dad's off in Mexico with Sally. And, uh, you know, he's got his brother hassling him for even bringing that up. Like, think of other people for a change. Um, Interesting that all three kids, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Is his name Michael? Michael, yeah, Elliot and Gertie. He seems about 14, 15. I think 15, yeah, 15 or 16. Or maybe he's, he's driving. Old to drive. Yeah, maybe 16. Yeah. And then Elliot's what, maybe like 10, 10 or 11? Yeah. And then Gertie? Yeah, I think she's like, she's like six, yeah. seven, yeah. They're all kind... I mean, I, Elliot is clearly the, the lead and the star, but all three of them, they you get to see their, all three of their emotions and at their different right, like, yeah. stages of life. Yeah. Even Michael, where you think he, he might be a throwaway character. Right. He shows, you know, he is a... He's the biggest one. He's bigger than the mom. You know, he's sort of like struggling with who he is as a teenager. His dad's gone too. 
I don't know. I, I, I had an appreciation for for the way even they all had a relationship with E.T. Right. It yeah. wasn't just yeah. Elliot. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know? and that's why, yeah, they would definitely emphasize at the end. Everyone grows from this thing yeah. that entered their life because obviously their their life is disrupted right now i mean their yeah, dad not, is gone right. you know it's, it's not a, just elliot dealing with right, the, the yeah. breakup of the family they're right. all dealing with right it, including the mom yeah you know? no absolutely so yeah they're, so they're dealing with the fallout of this breakup they kind of need this thing to kind of bring them all together and yeah. you know work as a family a very emotional um, film yeah absolutely and and but uh but i mean it, you, you do have you know the whole family being affected by it but yeah I mean, ultimately, this is, yeah, E.T. and Elliot's relationship. Um, I mean, because, yeah, again, right away you get uh, Elliot, you know, uh, being drawn to him from the shed. He throws the ball into the shed and (laughs) he throws it right back to him. A little bit. Kind of freaked out. Scary. Yeah, it is. It's creepy. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, definitely creepy. I used to be creeped out by going out at night as as a kid because of that. (laughs) And uh, again, with. Spielberg, he doesn't show you right away. You know, you even at the beginning with the with the ET creatures, the aliens, you don't fully see them yet. You know, you just kind of see them walking. You see hands. You see kind of shapes of them. You don't fully see them yet. It's a slow um, reveal, yeah. visual storytelling, yeah. and uh, and right away. So yeah, I mean, Elliot says something's out there. Then all of Michael's friends go out there too. But uh, but I, jokes. yeah, exactly. Stupid, like yeah. yeah. Um, but but I like the, the the Elliot right away again is is trying to get in. He has an older brother who is um, he's like kind of past has, his scared phase, and now he's going to make fun of Elliot. For right? Being yeah, it was just kind of funny. Which uh, I think that's why I you know was always drawn to this movie too, is because I had an older brother too, was like six six years older than me. So like I I. I I think that's why I'm drawn to this, this movie. Is it's, I yeah, it's Matt. He was always he was yeah, he's such an asshole. Yeah. Um, uh, I I was thinking about it before the show, like what I was going to say about this movie. But I think that this is why this stuck out to me. Like I think this is the first movie that I actually personally ever related to. You felt like you were Elliot, right? And Michael was your brother, yeah. Like I, I like Star Wars. I had watched obviously and Indiana Jones, but those were inve- adventure movies, and you know, I, yeah. I just loved it because of the spectacle. Whereas I think this is more personal, and you know, I actually like again. I I felt like I related to which I you know didn't realize then. You know, this is me looking back now as an adult thinking that. Like, but I think this is the first movie that I personally felt a connection to you know i felt a connection to that elliot i felt a connection to you know wanting to you know fit in with you're kind of in the middle you're 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 wanting to fit in with the the older crowd but at the same time you you know don't don't have anyone your age to hang out with or anything i I, I don't know it's just what's interesting the thing about elliot is that he's i mean we're just saying how scary it would be for a kid but he's almost not really scared a little bit damaged in the sense where he's he's like I've been hurt emotionally so right. you can't do anything worse to me than I've already felt right so if I'm I'm, I'm going to walk out to that shed and most people might run away whereas I've gone through a bit of a trauma and now I'm going to stick this thing out and see what's actually right. behind it I want some answers well, about things well, and I think that's uh, similar with ET. Like, I think that's where they find their um, their similarities. They they 
you know, when he then goes out there and actually finds E.T. where E.T. screams, they both scream. So they're they're both. (laughs) E.T.'s scream is so funny. I know. Um, so, I, but I, I think that's important because that's, they're both scared. Yeah. Like they, and they realize that like they, they're both scared. They're not threatening trying to threaten each other or anything like that. Elliot is like almost like too, he's, he's very curious. And then once he, he like pushes it too far and then actually sees what's behind there, then he's like, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> what I have I done this? <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, those like that vegetation, whatever it was back there with that brick wall was, was yeah. always creeped me out. You see like the footprints of, of E.T. and everything. So yeah, E.T. runs, runs off. But right away, I think they're they're drawn to each other. But And uh, that's when uh, Elliot starts laying the Reese pieces in the woods and everything. The script said M&M's. Um, I can't remember if... Did they turn it down? I can't remember if they the licensing was too expensive or oh, yeah. M&M's yeah, didn't Bad want it. Bad move, M&M's. I know, but uh, but yeah. So they had to go to the Reese's. Reese's are better, anyways. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah, peanut butter and chocolate can't, can't go, go wrong there. But um, that becomes a way for Elliot to lure out the right. extraterrestrial because he really likes Reese's pieces. Because who doesn't? And then how cre- you know he waits out there you yeah. know that night Falls, for yeah. for ET in the lawn chair with his blanket, and then well, he- I really liked back in the day when you could your parents didn't care that much about what you did or where you went you know i mean they didn't care about you you know i mean because later he falls asleep out in the park and while the mom is concerned she calls the cops but right. it's still not like i feel like if this happened now it would be like a national emergency right, yeah. you know <laughs> exactly. there'd be like some talk show host right and everything yeah would be insane yeah it definitely shows you the times this movie was made in uh but yeah when et's walking closer to him like we're kind of like Elliot there. Like we're kind of nervous, like as he's walking closer, yeah. but at the same time we're intrigued. Like we're like, I like how he's like trying to say, mom, Michael. Mom, Michael. <laughs> and then ET's like, just give me some more recent pieces, please. And then he lures him back. Uh, and it. then uh, you get, like a little dog. Uh, get more of a connection with them. He starts, ET starts imitates, imitating Elliot's movements. Once he gets him in the room, which yeah. is a nice little moment. I love Elliot's room. Yeah, absolutely. He's got yeah, an X wing hanging from the ceiling. Lots, yep. Lots a lot of, of really star cool Wars stuff. stuff. That even this movie, you know, we talk about wonder, the sense of wonder, right? Absolutely. Magic. And even like, even Elliot's room is a little bit of wonder, yeah. you know, with like the way it's set up because it's obviously wealthy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And then that's a great word. I actually have that in my notes here: wonder and curiosity. And that's, I think, what also drew Elliot and E.T. together was both of their wonders and curiosities. They're both curious about what, you know, that's why uh, E.T. came back. You know, that's yeah. why, you know, they were they were drawn to each other. But that, again, again, why, you know, I related to it as a kid, why other people related to it as a kid, because of that wonder. And, and uh, I think each and, of them feels a little bit left behind. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. And they, they, because even though you're scared, you're still in that wonder. Like you're wonder, you like you're you're longing for that wonder, even in fear. You know, it's uh, you want something a bit more. Like ET, right. he got left behind because he was wandering a right, little yeah. too far. He was a little bit too interested in right. this new world that he was in. And Elliot is, you know, kind of looking for something beyond his own home because it's not getting him. Or giving him what he needs. Right, yeah. They're both sort of 
wanting and reaching a little too far and then they find each other and it's just great yeah absolutely they 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 connect in a way that is almost inexplicable and yeah right definitely i mean yeah i mean it's got that uh you know what is it telekinesis uh they they have some sort of it's mind but then body but mind and body yeah they have this this connection which we we find you know once uh you know he stays home from school obviously and then starts teaching (laughs) Teaching ET about uh, you know different things like well, you know genuine humor here yeah d- definitely genuine humor first of all I love that he's faking sick by putting a heat pad on his head Smart. and <laughs> putting the thermometer in the light bulb and, yeah, and uh, burn your definitely have a fever um, <laughs> that's like hundred and fifty degrees yeah <laughs> but, uh, but yeah well this, sorry son you're dead. <laughs> That I love this scene where you know he's showing him his toys, Star Wars toys. You know, reference to Star Wars. This is Lando Calrissian. This yeah, is Greedo. Yeah. You know, and it's all like in the shadows. Like it's all like all like you see light from the blinds coming in, but like you don't see like full. Love the light. And yeah, shadow. it's so great. Um, and then it uh, continues all all movie. It's yeah, brilliantly lit. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he decides to get them a snack, and you know, I think this is where they first get their, you know, their their connection mentally and physically and metaphysically and all that is when you know he's getting the food for him. Oh, he'll like this, he'll like this, and then ET opens the umbrella. ET gets scared, and and then Elliot gets scared, and he's like, yeah. you know, he's he's heart's beating all fast. So that's where you first get that sense of okay, they're connected somehow. Um, so yeah. Um, and then uh, the, the the frog. Yep, and then you get the frog, frog scene. scene. Goes back to school. Yeah, yeah. So all this, yeah. It's I mean, it's like you know, hanging out at home. It's really fun. <laughs> it it's is really entertaining. Before we get into that, real quick, when they're talking at the table before Elliot actually has ET in the house. <laughs> when they're like Michael's kind of teasing him about like oh maybe he was a goblin or a leprechaun or something <laughs> and then uh, Elliot's like it's, it was nothing like that penis breath <laughs> as a kid I had no idea what that like was implying or what that meant laughed, <laughs> yeah right? she like laughed and like I love that moment too because it's like as parents like you laugh at your kids but you still have to say like oh, is that don't the way say you that are when your kids say something ridiculous. Oh yeah, absolutely. You don't you don't let it out. No, yeah. Well, I mean, I try not to laugh, but there's like, many <laughs> times <laughs> penis breath. Yeah, uh, not even clear what the hell that is. I know. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It's a great uh, line. Yeah, Good phrase. At yeah, least. exactly. So yeah, that uh, that line always stuck out to me as a kid because it was funny because it said penis. Um, but uh, but yeah, when uh, well yeah, they're he's at school and they're dissecting the frogs Have you and ever stuff. Done that, by the way, I've never dissected anything. Me either. I never was in a class. Yeah. I was talking to my wife. She what said, the hell? She did a frog and what? like five other things. What the hell? Like that's crazy. I never even did that once. In never even mind. I think that at least the school I was at, they came already dead. And this one, they were gonna kill them all yeah. with chloroform. They're not gonna feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> the you know teacher. Um, so they have a mind body connection clearly. And yeah. ET is rummaging around the house. He drinks beer, which wearing a robe, which is cool, <laughs> hilarious. He's so funny looking. Yeah, he is. Right, and well, then when they, when they put the wig on him later, it's genuinely funny. It is. Well, and then what I love too is. It's practical effects, obviously, and yeah, like he's ugly. He's not ugly enough to uh, like scare you, but right. he's 
you know, he's got the cute, you he's know, blue eyes. Ugly. Yeah, he's ugly, but like not enough to scare you again. Like I don't even know why I like this creature. Yeah. If I had seen it like by itself and be like and not if, know about this movie or right. anything. If and, I was in like a focus group, I'd be like, No. No, hell no. Not no, that get, one. Get that away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't maybe it's just the big eyes and yeah. the big head. Yeah. I had a cat that kind of looked like him, so maybe that's <laughs> Yeah, that's that could it. be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. But it, it's a very unique creature. There's yeah, nothing absolutely. else that looks like it. So maybe I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it starts from the very beginning, as I mentioned, with him sort of being left behind. Yeah. And Spielberg is slowly building your sympathy and you know likeness for this character yeah. along that, the way. And he and doesn't he's, do anything threatening. Yeah, he, and he slowly shows you him. Like he shows you it real quick with that where they're he's like screaming that funny yeah. scream or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. he's in the shadows a little. But then like when Gertie finds him and Michael finds him, he's like, you have to swear the most excellent promise you can make. I don't know why that always sticks out to me, but, uh, there's also the scene where he's like hiding in the closet amongst the, uh, stuffed animals. (laughs) Right. So maybe that you're kind of, yeah, it's maybe it's also more than just the model. It's filmmaking. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, convincing the audience to love this thing right even if they're not inclined to love it based on the way you you slowly reveal and portray it yeah definitely um actually before he even goes to school he shows gertie and and michael that you know before the frog stuff and uh you know he's like saying like where are you from like that's when you see his powers of being able to lift things that's like with stuff. his mind and stuff like he's trying to say that like i'm not from here like i'm i'm trying to show you where i'm from so a critical um, thing might be i think by this point we're about 45 minutes into the film and it's a bit slow yeah to this point yeah when we like get you're to, getting to know yeah, yeah. You're moving into ET phone home talking mm-hmm. stuff, and then from there, it's the last yeah. hour of this film goes by like nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can you can tell how smart this creature is just right. because you know he's looking at uh, after that scene where he like floats the balls or whatever to show them where he's from. Like right. he's like reading this like coloring book that shows letters and stuff, and then he's watching Sesame Street with yeah. Gertie, and yeah, he's yeah. like that's when he starts talking. B. He can talk. <laughs> <laughs> he could talk. He dresses her up. She dresses him up like a girl, but, which is yeah, a critique funny might, little moment. Critique might be that it's a little slow in the beginning. Yeah, I can bit. see that. Yeah, yeah. It, I understand. Not that. a whole lot's happening other right. than what we first see him. I think it's just a, establishing things. Like yeah. again, it's establishing that it's a broken home. It's establishing Eat Elliot. You know his his feelings and everything. Right. It's establishing their telekinetic connection with each other um and then that yeah that whole school scene with the frogs and everything is you know is fun you know and then it gives you the idea of how et is getting the idea of actually phoning home right so he's living in the house and then slowly he's they're sort of uh, garnering attention to themselves people are starting to notice particularly the government right which is kind of coming around because yep. they were sort of onto E.T.'s trail in the very beginning. They just missed him right. once, and now they're sort of circling around the area. they got this great high-tech equipment where they can listen to any conversation. Back in, any in 1982. That's nice. <laughs> yep. And they eventually figure out that he's in this house. Yep. Well, I want to get to, the, obviously, the 
the flying scene because um, that's like the most famous scene yeah. ever. E.T. is insistent on something. He's insistent on something. Elliot they doesn't really need to phone know home. what he wants to do and he realizes, yeah, phone home. What does that mean? Right. How do yeah. I do it? And uh, They're in the garage, right? Yeah, he's like, I wish I would have paid attention in science class, but this is after he learns he can talk and how she dresses him as a girl, which is a fun, <laughs> funny moment. Really funny. But then it gets, you know, serious at the, mo- you know, in the moment where he's like, he takes off the wig. He's like, phone home. Like, I, yeah. I need to go home, you know? Um, it's he, not quite... It, it's serious. Yeah, definitely. Like, right? he's, I, 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 I'm actually now wondering, like, E.T. must know he's getting sick. Like, yeah. he can't survive in this environment, yeah. you know? Um, it's not immediate, but it's not right. forever. Yeah, right. Absolutely. There's some point, like, I can survive. I can live here for, like, a month right. or yeah. two months or something. <laughs> right. But at some point, I got to leave. Right. And I think the audience starts feeling that as well. Like, yeah, it's cute and it's great, but he can't be here yeah. forever. Like, like, we're friends yeah. and, you know, we're, we love you, but yeah, you you, you got to go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, that's when, you know, they do the whole Halloween scene where he sees Yoda and I is like, this. home, home. <laughs> well, I love the, just the way all this looks. Yeah. Off in the sunset. Yep. The time of day. The so cool. Yeah. I think so, yeah, it's sunset. Great. I Again, love this backdrop. Yeah. yeah. E.T., you know, they're tricking the mom into thinking, uh, you know, it's it's Gertie, Drew Barrymore. I don't think we mentioned that that's Drew Barrymore. Um, yes, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Drew Barrymore is Just in this a- movie. Good child actress. <laughs> she really is. Um, and Henry Thomas as Elliot is just yeah, out, amazing in this movie. But right, so uh, E.T. plays as her. And, you know, I... Sorry, go ahead. I just I want to say one thing. I, I kind of do feel bad for the mom. I do, too. But it made me think She's of... She's doing her best for I, saw kids. I saw a meme once that said, like, if you ever feel like a bad parent, just remember that the mom and E.T. had an alien in her house for three <laughs> for three days without knowing it. Yeah. <laughs> they're uh, trick-or-treating, and then, He's yeah. got to go home. Yeah. And they're, what they're doing, they're just trying to buy time. Because right. mom says we've got to be home an hour after uh, sunset. And what they're going to do is, you know, E.T. has kind of had this sort of rig, but he needs to go out into the woods to set right. it up to phone home. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's literally, right? Yeah. It's that's a exactly player, right. Yeah. I don't know how this thing works. And but. so, and yeah, this is a great moment too, because this is where Elliot's like, you know, that he's been phoning home for a while. And well, first of all, the amazing moment where he's flying the bike and, you know, you got that amazing shot of them in front of the moon. Most, you know, one of the most famous shots in cinema history, you know, them in front of the moon. So you, you got the sense of his power there and just flying through just such a great adventure moment, you know, when they're, when they're flying, this becomes the Amblin. Yeah. The Amblin, uh, symbol symbol. or logo. Yeah. Interesting Um, thing here that I did just a total side point, but I didn't realize that Kathleen Kennedy had co-produced this film and was the, uh, was, you know, integral in Amblin Entertainment, right? And yeah, Spielberg and all that stuff. But I tweeted uh, that uh, yeah, that deleted, deleted scene. scene yeah. he's, the, he's the principal. I'm actually kind of glad they cut it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they didn't show his face or anything, but yeah, they cut it because um, he was. Uh, uh, they didn't want to like take anything away from the movie, like distract people with his star power sound or anything. Like him. Yeah, I know it was weird. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and also an interesting point is this film was uh, uh, filmed in chronological order for the kids, so they would actually have like actual emotion, re- emotional reactions, oh, and like Drew Barrymore's reaction when you know ET's dying is yeah, like yeah. totally genuine because she has grown attached to this person. She's going through this, that thing, and yeah. Sort of happens, yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, good technique there, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I love the moment where, you know, E.T.'s trying to call and it's been a while and Elliot's like, you know, you can stay with me. We can, you know, we can be a family. We can stay. Yeah. Again, then, falls asleep. Out yeah. The- falls asleep out in the woods. And then this is where, uh, the mom calls and, and, you know, the cops are there yeah. and, you know, Elliot shows up. And- now the feds were kind of on to them already, but right. this is definitely, the jig is up by now. Uh, I mean, she called the cops, so they probably didn't know anything yet. But yeah, they, the actual... The whoever's monitoring. Yeah. I yeah, mean, they, they absolutely. knew something was going on with, with this. What do you think about the spaceman? Yeah, the guy in the space suit. Oh, yeah, that was... Uh, that's always baffled me. <laughs> like it's unnecessary, just, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it's just, yeah, just a, a spooky moment. Cause clearly yeah, I guess else, I've never really thought about it, yeah. They don't need oxygen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So why are you in a full <laughs> right. moon suit? Well, even as soon as uh, E.T. dies, like everyone takes off their masks and stuff. It's like, oh, so him being alive was the only reason yeah, why he, you couldn't breathe and stuff. Uh, yeah, that was that was a little interesting. But well, that's a but question. but when Michael finds E.T. sick, all white in the oh, river or whatever, that man, that's rough. Ugh, bad. Yeah, definitely bad. He brings him back, and he's and we in don't the, know why he's sick, right? Other yeah, and just probably there's maybe something. Missing either in his diet or yeah i mean i think the metaphor for homesick but also yeah yeah, just probably uh the atmosphere of earth i guess would probably be the scientific answer you know he's just doesn't belong yeah it doesn't belong but yeah i i think more of yeah just a homesick type of thing um you know you're not in your natural environment so you Yeah. yeah just can't can't handle it um you want to talk about this when they do the whole quarantine and yeah uh well that's kind of when the other when the spaceman comes in and but yeah yeah, when when the mom finds et for the first time laying on the floor all white like that's creepy right there Uh, (laughs) and she spills the coffee like that's always stuck out to me of her her spilling the coffee like all just like just telling them like we need to get out now. Like, what yeah. is this thing? Like, because I think it, like, ET, like, almost says, like, mom or something. Like, he's like mom, yeah, mom, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like because he knows some words and he knows who she's supposed to be. Right? Yeah, yeah. She knows, like, so, he knows her place. Yeah, because he, he he was watching her read the story to Gertie, which I think was a nice moment. That's when we first hear see his healing powers with the finger. Yeah, very. You nice. know, ouch. Um, so just so many just iconic moments in this movie. It's what a kid would want, right? Right, because a kid doesn't know about like, well, if a kid really had a choice, maybe he'd be like, have the alien bring daddy back. Yeah. But in his immediate thoughts are, I have a cut in my finger. Fix right. it. Yeah. You know, that's more like what you would. Yeah, definitely. You're, you're yeah. Like minute to minute stuff. So yeah, I mean, I think yeah, that symbolizes just how he was able to fix his emotional state as well, uh, which we'll get to in a minute here with the end. Um, but, uh, but the going back just. Just to keep going on this is the whole medical scene. Just, I'm just yeah, you know, setting up this up with the plastic and the government. This is kind of a big ordeal in right. the movie. It, yeah, it's kind of interesting the way they do all this. He, they're 
they're trying to treat him medically, and they have they think that they think they know what they're doing, but yeah. they clearly don't. I mean, he's an alien creature. What do you do? He's going under cardiac arrest, so you just go through the same procedure you do. Yeah, with but the being, human, but yeah. That's not really what. And the it's a problem. Right? Questioning of the other family too is interesting. Like he's talking to Michael, and they're like saying so. Like he thinks his thoughts. He's like. No, Elliot feels his feelings, yeah. you know, so he knows all that. They did, t- at some point, they did understand that, the, well, they do the brainwave thing. Yeah, they're like they're connected, and yeah. then, like, when E.T. starts failing, said we're, you know, Elliot's vitals are coming back, but we're losing E.T., and, you know, yeah, that's when they realize, yeah. So, but. did they, I want to know what you think, that did, did E.T. die? Did he really die, or did he not, or did he go into some sort of a... Uh, yeah, that's a good question. The animation yeah. that we also get—he wakes up by the heart, yeah, light, the red light. What, did it have something to? do I think with- he died in an earthly sense. I think though. I, I, again, I think this movie's kind of spiritual in a sense. You did know, the communication think- from from the other ETs wake him up? It seems like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I never thought of it that way. Did he actually die? I, I yeah, I thought he actually died. So in a um, in a cinematic sense, yeah, you'd say he died. Yeah, in a cinematic sense, I, I'd say he died. But I think since he can heal himself, he was able to. You know, his heart was still able to recognize that people were looking for him. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I mean, when he sensed their proximity back to him, it like, yeah. Well, and also that him? came right after like how Elliot was saying like I'm all I'm gonna remember you my whole life and you know uh, I love you. You know he tells him he loves him and so is it about homesick? Yeah, it's definitely about, it about it's, connection it's, it's to a, yeah. So it's he, about he got physically ill because he was distant, physically distant. Yeah, I think it, it parallels with how Elliot feels towards his family. Like he kind of feels like the lone man yeah. out. You know, he's the middle child. His father left. You know, and E.T., his family left him, you know, and, you know, but the them, him getting that connection back with his family kept him alive, kind of like with Elliot. Yeah, so it's a know. physical manifestation of yeah. the things that you feel. Right. I mean, this is yeah. a common cinematic thing that right. we, don't we talk about and hit on. Right, definitely. But I, that makes sense. So you'd say the final answer is yes, but no? Yeah, yes, but no, exactly. <laughs> But I, I love that. Mo- I mean, it's so emotional too. Very. And I love when Ke- how about Keys? Keys talking to him, saying how you know he, he, he Elliot's telling him like he came to me, and then like Keys is saying he came to me too. Like I've been waiting this for this moment since I was a little boy. Yeah, you think you know? of him as I like how you sort of think he's a villain. Yeah, and he's really not. He's after the same yeah. thing. He's. He's, he doesn't mean harm either. Yeah, he and just wants and he know. even says he says to Elliot, you know, I'm glad he got to you first. You know, I'm glad you know we didn't get to you because that's what the kid version yeah. of Keys would have wanted was right. to the have innocence this. of a boy. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that like, would have been the best approach rather than a a fully grown yeah, adult because has all their own hangups and all the things you, it, you approach it, it with that sort of exactly like uh, like Elliot said at the beginning before they even found et was like they're gonna you know do experiments experiments on him or give him a lobotomy or something and keys knew that would probably happen too you know he he's glad elliot found him because he was able to actually have a connection with this 
being from another distant planet, you know, is more appropriate. Yeah, it absolutely. A, a so I, I love that moment with they, with with Elliot and, yeah. and Keys there. Yeah, because yeah, it just a couple of minute scene, right? Yeah, Keys, you you assume he's not, I don't know, not not bad, not bad, but just, yeah, just yeah, just uh, you don't like him, right? And then you get he's the older version of Elliot, right? Definitely, yeah. Recognizing yeah. that Elliot maybe is the you know is the better is a better version of a human to right. approach an ET. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they have that that innocence and yeah, great stuff there. Yeah, really, um, really powerful. And it's also powerful. It uh, sets him up. You know, yeah, definitely. And then when you know they're kind of dying together, you know, uh, you, you got Elliot telling ET like, "I'll be right here. I'll be right here." Right. Um, and then, you know, obviously E.T. loses it and then Keys, you know, obviously he's not a bad guy. He lets Elliot have a final moment with E.T. and he's telling him how, you know, I'll remember you all my life and even like goes as deep as I can't feel anything anymore, you know, because they were sharing the same same feelings and everything. So he lost a part of himself now, you know, um, Well, but even before even before they get to the, the well, I don't call it a hospital, but before they set up all the medical stuff, interesting comment by Elliot. Because like he says, I th- I feel like we're dying. Yeah, we're dying. Yeah, <laughs> crazy thing for a little kid to right, say. Right. Yeah, and it's true. Yeah, and then somehow ET is decouples from Elliot, where Elliot gets better. Right. ET not. I mean, is ET like sacrificing himself? here ah, i never thought of that but yeah that's yeah maybe he you know he cause, yeah because he says um uh what does he say you know i'll be uh stay with me, or just you know he, yeah. they keep saying stay elliot you know he says he says elliot at the end um and uh he doesn't want elliot to to go through what he's going through, right? You know, even though they have this connection, he—it's almost like a—it's a—it's love, right? Absolutely, I yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely what it is. I mean, and I think that's why they emphasize the, you know, how ET shows his heart and everything. Like they, you know, they they show their heart. You know, they're 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 yeah, vulnerable I mean, like that. You know, I guess this movie is kind of about love it really is yeah no it's definitely like a a love story in a way you know it's uh again that's why that's why i'm always you know uh, people always think of this as just like a a simple like kids movie like when i say this is my favorite movie like people like are just like ah ha ha they kind of brush it off but it's like there's so much more to it than that and there's so much more to relate to it it's friendship it's affection it's you know you know doing doing something for someone else you know, yeah. both of these characters, they, yeah. they both gave of themselves for the other. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But I love that idea that you said about did E.T. sacrifice himself? Did he finally let go because he knew that that's what Elliot, you know, because of Elliot, you know? Yeah. That's, that's a great point. I, I've never, never interpreted it that way, but that's i love that that's that's uh that's something et would do like because again he has healing powers but he wasn't able to heal himself but he realizes that in that last moment that hey i can save elliot you yeah know? yeah that's so cool hey, man, man. this yeah. is why we're here and why we do this podcast <laughs> exactly oh i love it <laughs> uncovering you know the digging deeper and yeah. deeper in every layer yeah. of these films but we uh, love as you said, did E.T. die, you know, or is it his family coming home that brings him back to life? I think it is a mixture of that and then also, you know, uh, Elliot spilling his heart out and saying he yeah. loves E.T. to him. 
Um, and then we get more adventure moments where they steal ET. You know, you get excitement. You know, again at the end here, where you know all the kids fly and everything. The BMX bikes. With the, <laughs> like, I mean, I get it. We're going over. You know, jumps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many times do we need to do the jump? Right. <laughs> how many times? <laughs> a little bit of a critique, but yeah. it's you know it's the '80s, but still pure <laughs> magic. Really, this this film is just magical. Yeah, it really is. Like that's what's great. I mean, it's I get, uh, like, it's I get tears. I'll just say this: I get tears of happiness. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, that's that's when what, all the kids go off, and that's why I love the uh, the uh, uh, I haven't been on it in forever. The ride at Universal, um, yeah, but uh, Ryan Terry, yeah, Ryan Terry, yeah, exactly. Uh, that that ride, you know, it just it it kind of puts you there, you know, Same it puts feeling. you, yeah. I, when uh, when's the last time you've oh, been there? God, I don't know. When I was twelve years old. Yeah, you know, walking through yeah. that. Uh, I, I think from what I remember is the into the. The redwood sort of forest that's yeah. part of like you know that's the scene. Yeah, right? that's you know? the yeah that's the you're line. On the yeah, thing yeah. And you're going off into the right. Music you're taking you're... ET back home. You <laughs> yeah. get to his planet and everything. Yeah, I love that ride. It's and magical. I, I think it's one of the. I I want to say it's the only Ryan Terry. Please tell me what uh, the answer is, but uh, I think it's the only original ride left at Universal oh, wow. Orlando. But I absolutely remember it. I, yeah. remember, I love it. I remember you yeah. know, going as a kid, and I remember my parents were like, I don't want to wait this long. <laughs> no, I we're not waiting for that. Please! <laughs> it was one of those deals. And E.T. even says your name at the end. Yeah. Like, you get a card with your name, and he, yeah, he says your name, like, goodbye, Ben, goodbye, Dave. Brilliant. It's <laughs> so good. Love, but, the, uh, love the Universal ride. But yeah, but yeah love the adventure, <laughs> again, with the, with these kids. And actually, the, another uh, difference with the special edition, um, there's... Uh, uh, instead of like when they're about to fly over the government guys with the guns, yeah. they change the guns to walkie talkies in the uh, special oh, really? edition. That's yeah. lame. Yeah, I guess Spielberg never liked that there were guns with the kids. So it is funny because they are like cocking shotguns. Yeah, like, like, what are they to blow the kids' faces <laughs> off? Like what? What is the yeah, plan wh- here? Yeah, what, what are you really gonna do here? <laughs> um, and there's another. There's a deleted scene they put in there with uh, I think E. T. or Elliot weighing E. T. and then giving E. T. a bath. Um, so there's other scenes too, but not necessary. Yeah, not necessary. Glad that was. So yeah, and then you get to yeah. There's this. So they're getting ET home. They get to the landing site and everything, and uh, they all say goodbye. They, uh, so great. They first he says goodbye to Michael, and Michael just you know kind of rubs his head because Michael's you know he's kind of the the re- rebel, the the teenage angst. You I know, appreciated kid. it though because yeah. I don't know how you how you were when you were 15, but I was kind of a jerk. Yeah, and I didn't like anything, and everything sucked, and. You know, you know who God knows I'm going to show emotion to <laughs> right, everything. I, exactly, you know, I'm I'm so above it all. And, <laughs> and uh, Michael shows real emotion. Yeah, he like rubs his head and ET says thank you yeah, and he says you're welcome. It's, it's great. And then Make I him love feel like a man, but yeah. also to acknowledge him. And then Gertie comes up and you know gives yeah. him the the you know flower pot. And uh, he says, be good, which is a reference to earlier in the movie, mm-hmm. you know? So he's like, he's, he's a smart creature. Like, yeah, be good, you know? Like, he knows what to say. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then it's time for Elliot. Yeah. It's, it's just cry fest. Yeah, it's absolute cry fest. I mean, he gets, <laughs> uh, you know, he says, come, you know, come come with me. And then Elliot says, stay, you know, I, I, I can't go. And then, you know, E.T. says, 
he points to his heart and flashes his finger, puts it to his lips and says, ouch. And Elliot does the same thing. And I it's just, that. yeah, it's just, it's really so great. That. Like, ouch, like, you know, this hurts my, my heart. It's a, like, yeah. <laughs> that's what a, a being that doesn't really know the language would say. Like, you know, I, I don't yeah, know how yeah. else to say it, but ouch, you know, this, this hurts me. Like, yeah. you know, but it, this, Perfect. but this is a moment of Elliot growing, you know, this is him learning to let go of something, even though it hurts, but to let go because that's the mature thing to do. It's the, you know, it's the responsible thing to do. It's yeah. the right thing to do because E.T., he noticed, he, he, he doesn't want to watch his friend dying again, you know? Um, so, yeah, he says bye to him. And then another callback, you know, they, they give each other a long embrace. And then E.T. says, I'll be right here, which yeah. is a reference to when, you know, they're lying in bed, you know, in the hospital beds. Yeah. When Elliot says, I'll be right here to him. So any thoughts of a, were there any talks of a sequel to this? I think a long time ago. I don't know. I mean, I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, me just, too. Yeah. I don't know that it would have ruined it necessarily. Yeah, but, but like, uh, what are you, where are you going to go from there, yeah. you know? But, no, no, don't care. But, but. but the freaking score in this yeah. whole thing, like when he says, I'll be right here with the score, and then like the score after that, when then when the ship takes off with the rainbow and everything like that score, like gives me chills every single time. That's why I say John Williams is the most important artist in the art form of film. It's a great call. I think for the last 20 minutes, I have the same feeling. I yeah. have the same longing, Yeah. the same, you know, happiness, but it's bittersweet. You know, it's right. going on for a long period of time. A lot of it is the direction, of course, and the score, as you mentioned, and the friendship between all of these creatures right. and one another. It's great. Just fantastic. Yeah, love it. I love it. Now it's we just, some- uh, yeah, it's so emotional. Again, it just uh, gives me chills every time I watch that ending. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's about, you know, the importance of friendship and just uh, learning to, to let go of something, even though it's painful. Uh that's a Jedi. It's the thing. right thing to do. Yeah, definitely a Jedi thing. And there's rumor, there's theories about <laughs> ET being a Jedi because that's why he recognizes oh, Yoda. Love that. <laughs> home, home. Oh, ET Jedi. Uh, oh, give him a. What color lightsaber would ET have? Oh, definitely uh, purple. He, he, him, and Mace Windu would be uh, right there with each other. I like so. purple, maybe they have the uh, the gold color, kind of like that. Yeah, gold. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> no, but um, we got some, but, uh, some feedback from Twitter. Yeah, we definitely have feedback from that? Real quick, I just got to mention. I mean, I, I, I don't know what it is. I think uh, this movie's about, you know, for, for I don't know. I, I hate to be be like a guy that, uh, I know. <laughs> I, I, I hate to be a guy that, like, talks. I hate talking about myself and my personal no, life. No, you should. And my, You're wearing the shirt. I, uh, so yeah, I mean, tonight. I just... Uh, I've been lonely in my life. You know, I was lonely even when I was a kid. Um, you know, I was surrounded by people. I was surrounded by family. I had older brother, older sister, uh, which, you know, uh, we loved each other and I love them still. But uh, there was there was distance there. This you know, is a guy and who can't function in the normal world and he's it, deeply disturbed. It, basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm sure. Gonna, but uh, I, I don't know. Just it's about loneliness and being surrounded by people and longing for that wonder and that adventure and that uh 
Absolutely. I don't know. I, I, I'm just trying to explain my connection with this no, movie. No, I understand um, but, uh, I but yeah, everyone else uh, listening can either relate or understand. Uh, this is definitely something that hits all of us for sure yep. at some level. And uh, yeah, appreciate it. Deeply personal for you. Yep, absolutely. And uh, some Twitter comments. So first of all, we have Superhero Poll Plus. Uh, they say, masterful storytelling Spielberg. He delivered wonderment for humanity with E.T. Was 11 when hit theaters. I was amazed and it changed so much for me. Used to lament slash lie sleepless as a kid when thinking about death someday. Everyone I love will die. E.T. changed my outlook. Wow. Dark, but hey, we appreciate the uh, the feedback there. Yeah, yeah, well, interesting there because I guess E.T., you know, it sort of spans, you know, species in, you know, time and space. And uh, so maybe for a sense, you know, Elliot or E.T. can live on sort of beyond all of us. And maybe that's the point. The fact that we all we all do pass, we can make an impact in some sort of way through, you know, connecting. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Ziggy says, great filmmakers can make viewers believe with even the simplest technology. Sometimes the most yeah. basic films are the greatest. Yeah, that's yeah. practical it's, effects Spielberg here. Spielberg is a master uh, yeah. visual storyteller. There just is nobody better. Yeah. Uh, the cinema guys say, the guns are radio versions. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely the guns version. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> Let's put up radios Let's on Let's let them. the guys just blow the kids <laughs> out of the sky. How about that? Uh, <laughs> Ryan and... <laughs> Ryan Anderson, uh, aka Nerd Rage Ryan, what makes ET endure as a beloved beloved film for you after all these years? Kind of, kind of went through that a little. Uh, just uh, yeah, again, just uh, the the connection I had. It was one of the first movies I. Again, looking back, I think it was the first movie that I ever actually related to. I related to Elliot. I related to that longing for. Uh, something that connection, yeah, that connection. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's what that is. Unfortunately, it comes in the form of an alien, which for you know most of us human beings is not yeah. that luxury. <laughs> uh, let's see here. TC Ristani says, "To this day, when I ride my bike and listen to John Williams' theme from the movie, I swear my bike will fly." <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff! God, I wish. <laughs> I know. You know that's that thing, right? Yep. You know that's that that's that bit of wonder. That's that magic that this film has, and you know we all kind of wish that, right? Yeah, exactly. Even uh, that kid with the with the headphones, right? You know, yeah, he's the most skeptical. Well, what, what are they saying there? Uh, Cinna Supremus. What does that mean? I don't know what the. Heck I don't know that what means, that means. No. Zero charisma. Cinna Supremus. What? Cinna Supremus. What is he saying? Uh, <laughs> Princess Bunhead says, "Every time I buy Reese's Pieces, I say that I'm going to trap an alien." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Perfect. Or a cat. Uh, yeah. Or a cat. Or um, dog. Jessica Buddha says, "I was three years old when I saw ET in the theater. I was crying so much when ET got sick. My mother had to take me out of the theater." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm. Thir- what a brat. I I know. You keep your mouth shut. Seriously. (laughs) Now I'm 39 (laughs) and I still cry at the same scene. Yeah. I mean, that's it's tough when he's sick. Uh, A couple, two more here. Nathan Smith, ET, hands down, is one of the most heartfelt movies about an alien. I, I mean, I'd say it's the most heartfelt movies ever. Um, it's a classic that all of my children have watched and love. Beautiful. Yeah, love def- passing that on to the generations. What have you been uh, showing this to? Yeah, my uh, my daughter used to watch it all the time. Yeah. 
but yeah, my other kids. Yeah, probably. Uh, And then Crime in Music says perhaps ET was looking for force sensitive kids for the recently (laughs) diminished Jedi Temple. Man, that took a wrong turn for a a simple recruiting (laughs) trip. (laughs) Yeah, he could be a Jedi. He can make things float. Can I get out of here, please? Move on to Coruscant. Exactly. Sophisticated. No, because the uh, ET race or whatever was on course yep. not for the prequels. That's true. So and uh, the, the, the name of that creature is Spielberg back backwards. So like uh, Spielberg Grillips gr- gr- or something. I don't know. But uh, thank you. a little fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we finally did E.T. Thank you, man. What do you rate this puppy? I'm going to give this thing a four and a half. Are you just doing that to patronize me? No, it's a legit four and a half stars. Uh, honestly, leaning on five to be totally honest i mean as i said in the beginning other than a couple little quibbles here this is nearly a flawless if not a flawless film i'm almost on five stars and uh so four and a half so far and three and a half (laughs) buckets of popcorn all right there you go no i'm not i'm not i don't care what you think I'm not trying to impress you. I love that score. I I think that's a great (laughs) score. Uh, I give this thing five stars and five bucks of popcorn. Five and five. My third film on the show, I've done that too. La La Land, Empire Strikes Back, and now E.T. Brilliant. I have no argument with that. And, uh, you know, off the record, might give it five stars. It is just fantastic. It It really is. It's a great film. I was crying at the end. Yeah. Actually, no, I wasn't crying at the end. I was crying. Like I said, 20 to 25 minutes before the end. You're right. And then through the end. Right. And yeah. I'm just crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. It's it's just such an emotional, yeah, just uh but it's 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 a happy like it's a bittersweet ending. Like it's like it's not it's not uh it's not like depressing. No, yeah, it's fine, yeah. It's just yeah, it's about I letting like, go and, you know. It's a happy cry. Yeah, happy cry. And indeed. I love happy cries. Yeah, happy cries. I am so susceptible to happy cries. Right, yeah. Uh, and I love it. It is a masterpiece by Steven Spielberg, the master of visual storytelling. It's really not about. Uh, it's not about the dialogue. It's just about I don't know the way he puts this thing yeah. together, and it seems almost impossible. I know, <laughs> and to see something that look that sounds and looks ridiculous, almost like to, to go back a little bit to Star Wars, which sounds stupid the concept ridiculous you know and and it works right and for someone to be able to take that and make it work is a credit to them (laughs) and wow i know spielberg fantastic good stuff there yeah love it love spielberg yeah glad we finally did this absolutely it's uh yeah i'm glad you appreciate it as much as me and everybody uh, should go see this thing again even if you're familiar with it and you're listening to this show because you you know you love the way we break down film and you love this movie because just go watch it again because did you have that uh, notion about it like oh it's a kid movie like oh it's your little bit yeah like it's but it's it's so much more than that like it's just great it's just yeah it's just just freaking great uh, it's it's for everybody (laughs) so it it really is Uh, Spielberg at his finest so all right so that was E.T. that was my masterpiece so all right folks at Blockbuster Cast follow us on Twitter we're gonna end this show finally Uh, for so for the E.T. episode I'm Ben Secord and for Davo as always grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies